Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, where we take a glance into comic book movies, blockbusters, indie films, and everything in between. I'm your host, Christian, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Demon. And today, we're going to be covering the 94th Academy Awards, a.k.a. Oscars 2022 but before we begin today's episode, you can listen to our podcast on platforms around the internet. That includes Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Audible, you name it. And if you are a new or seasoned listener to the show, we would love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram and follow us on Twitter at Film Optics. That is Optics with an X. Or you can email us at Film Optics at gmail.com for any movie-related questions. I said, F- yeah, that makes sense. I, I don't know. It's It's been a long day. I do apologize. But, Devin, how you been doing today, man? Mondays, man. It's, it's just Mondays. Rough, rough, rough days. Indeed, it's... Whew, I mean, it was it was a rough night for Chris Rock <laughs> on this past... Yeah. <laughs> you, you get in one little fight and your mom gets scared. <laughs> and says you're moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. <laughs> Or, see, we've been seeing so many of these memes out there for everyone listening. Uh, if you haven't watched, uh, the, uh, the Oscars that happened on March, what day is it? The 28th. So the 27th, literally recording this the day after the slap heard around the world. Yeah. A little bit of juicy drama. Things were not, things were going like smooth. I mean, everything that you would expect and, from and that. I sound, I sound foolish for saying this was going to be a boring Oscars this year. No one, no one could have saw that coming. <laughs> I think we were all beyond sounded foolish for that. <laughs> it has been some crazy, crazy stuff. So, so we're going to be getting into all the weeds here, all of the winners, the analytics, the drama with Will Smith. Uh, this is more of a I guess you could say more of an informal podcast, a less quote unquote structured, but we'll be going through initial reactions, the winners, the analytics, all that stuff. Um, so I guess it's not as informal as I thought, but you know, it's been a while since we've done a non review podcast episode. I think the last one we actually did was for the Oscar nominations. Um, prior to that, couldn't tell you. I think it was our draft series that we did. Probably. Yeah. I think so. We, we've been. We've been, you know, just kind of getting into the motion there. But as I said before, you know, the main topic of this episode is going to be the 94th Academy Awards um, that was hosted at the, was it the Dolby Theater or was that where the eight other yeah, it's Dolby Dolby Theater? Yeah. Okay. That's, that's wanted to make sure. Cause I wasn't sure if that was for the actual Oscars or, you know, the other eight uh, <laughs> categories they just pushed aside but i guess before we get into the weeds uh for initial reactions actually let's get into our initial reactions first because i kind of want to talk about the the state of the oscars as well but i'll pass it over to Devin so he can give his initial reactions on last night's awards yeah it's really difficult to kind of like get into like the state of the oscars after this one because obviously this was a big success for them as far as like viewership goes but how much of that can we attribute to the slap heard around the world it's like <laughs> i'm sure once that happened everybody started watching like i imagine that was a big boost so i don't know i don't know how much the academy can take away from this year as far as trying to build on their success in the future and trying to keep up the viewership numbers because they had been decreasing every year until this year but how much of that is the drama i I don't know how they're gonna figure that out because as far as like how the how the ceremony went i feel like the hosts were 
okay for the most part. Um, Wanda Sykes and Regina Hall were were fine, and Amy Schumer not so much. There, there was actually a, a joke somebody pointed out on Twitter that might she might have stolen, which is definitely a thing that she's been called out for in the past. So not not great there, but. I don't know. It just feels like it's going to be so difficult for them next year. Like, how are they going to follow this up? I, I dare them to have Chris Rock host again. I dare them to have Will Smith host. Yeah, just yeah, lean into it. Yeah, I uh, I I agree with you on some points, man. It's just been uh, typically. I mean, I I you know we we watch the Oscars every year, um, and for a while there, we kind of just stopped covering Oscar uh, or just award season content, because I mean, for the longest time, I didn't really view us as that type of, of um, podcast in general, but and for what we've been talking about, it's kind of hard not to talk about this. And I mean, if the Academy hopefully moves uh, the Oscars and other award nominated uh, shows over to streaming, I think that would be amazing um, like you said, you know, it, um, I believe from actually from Samba to kind of add on to your point to piggyback on, um, like you said, it's definitely been decreasing every single year. This has been a bit of a spike this year. Uh, it's been up, uh, 32% from last year and around 11.5 million us households watched the Oscars this year and all of the best nominee, uh, all the best picture nominees available to st- uh, stream um, the award winning Kona Coda, of course, uh, with Coda taking home the gold of best picture saw the biggest increase in viewership post nomination. Uh, 39% of its lifetime streaming uh, viewership happened uh, post nomination. Which is amazing that people are watching this, but I have to say, yeah, we should have we should have let off with Gokota. Like, yeah, that was the the best outcome for me. That's what I wanted the most for Best Picture, and I, I was pretty happy to see that because more people should watch it. Yeah, definitely they should. And it's, I mean, I was watching the Oscars, and I guess this goes into like my initial reaction as well. It's just a lot of the um, winners were kind of just predictable, and of course, you know, with the Oscars, always. You know, it being a quote unquote three hour show, it's really an all day event when you have the red carpet and then the main event. And they actually went over this year. And it's I there's so many things that they could have done differently. And I think with viewership, it's great that, you know, they're able to get those um, those numbers back up. But the way that they are presenting the Oscars or uh, not presenting, but I guess you could say um, debuting it out to people. It's, it's very tough because I know people who had to go through questionable reasoning uh, or not reasoning, but questionable uh, uh, methods of streaming it because they don't have AB, ABC or they just don't have cable at all. Um, there are a lot of different other avenues that you can take with like YouTube TV. They could, they could easily put this on Disney Plus and Hulu. Yeah. I mean, it's I mean, ABC is owned by Disney anyway, so. Yeah. Why not just do that? It it makes things you have to you have to assume, and this is a person who works in like you know IT and Devin can attest to this. Like you have to make things as if they're made for a child. Like hey, how do I watch the Oscars? Oh, you can stream it on Disney Plus or Hulu if you have a subscription. Cool, thanks. That's all they want. 
like like remember how hard they made it to watch that um the new like MCU um break that, like trailers they had come out during the um investment day I think it was yeah that you had was to, like, search search a specific thing in Disney Plus to <sighs> find the Lord is real it that was like the between it was Pix- yeah Pixar and the Marvel um for what was coming up for you know uh 2022 2023 etc but yeah that was it's. I don't know why they didn't just drop that on Twitter, drop it online, drop it on YouTube for people to just stumble upon. It's like, hey, something new from Marvel came out, something new from Pixar came out. And I think with uh with ABC, it part of their issue is it, it's always been tricky at least for me looking into it because you have the Oscars who, you know, they want the, the fans want them to cater to you know, that core audience, which is great. But at the same time, you do want to widen your general audience because not everyone likes football, but they still watch the Super Bowl every year. Not and, and even the game awards. Like granted, we don't really care. To, I don't care too much about the awards from the game awards, but the reason why people tune into Jeff Keeley's show is for the announcements. It's for those new trailer announcements and, Heck, I mean, even the Xbox Series X got, you know, dropped on uh, the Game Awards a few years ago. And that was that wasn't even like expected. So it's like it's I don't know. It it kind of sucks because I I wish it it just seems that the Academy can be a little bit old fashioned. And then, you know, editing in the the eight, um, the other non popular eight awards that people usually don't care about. And then they go into that type of thing. It, it's, you know, editing them in. And like, I mean, if you watched it prior before the red carpet, you already know who won. So it's, it's strange, man. But, and then, and then the, um, the, tw- the fan Twitter votes for the most popular categories is the worst thing they could have done. That obviously did not go well. It, it did not go well. I just, in what universe? And I'm sorry. And, and this is coming from someone who loved Zack Snyder's justice league. Like I really, really enjoyed it. I rewatched it recently and i thought it you know it well yeah this this holds up but if you think that the flash you know time sequence when he's going back in time in that movie is a more crowd what, what was best cheer moments most cheerworthy moment most ahead cheerworthy of, ahead of no way home and endgame like what are we what are we doing here well like is it really considered a cheerworthy moment if it wasn't shown in theaters like, I mean, if I was sitting there watching on HBO Max. I'm like, oh, wow, that's cool. I wasn't like cheering out of my seat doing backflips at, you know, off my couch. Yeah, that, that one was bad. And then fan favorite movie just off the rails. Army of the Dead. Army of the Dead wins. And second place was a Johnny Depp movie that released in 2020 and then came out this year. And nobody had ever heard of it. And it got voted in. I think that got third. And then Cinderella was second, just as a meme. Just That's what happens when you make it a Twitter vote. Like you're gonna get memed, and you're and you're making your your prestigious Oscar awards look look dumb when you put up a, a weird Johnny Depp movie no one's ever heard of. Yeah, I mean, I I see where they were coming from. Like you know, they wanted to get the like it's essentially like their People's Choice award, which in retrospect never means anything to any award whatsoever. It's yeah, yeah. it just takes one Snyder cult to take it over. <laughs> that too (laughs) that too but yeah it's abc i mean the oscars in general just have they they have an issue on their hands and i really hope that 
Like I, I'd rather sit there and go through every single nomination and it'd be like a two hour show. No more than two hours. Cause we do not need three. We've never needed three. Never, ever, ever, ever. Have we ever needed three hours for any of this? And it's like, I feel like just, just give us all the nominations because I mean, all that stuff is important when it comes to making a movie and just cut it down an hour. We don't need three hosts. And, you know, when it comes to celebrities, you know, like some things may come off funny to them. They don't really come off funny to us and you know, us common folk people. And it's like it, we're living in two different worlds here, like 100 percent. Yeah, I guess we should probably dive into the to the drama here. Yes. So let's dive into the drama here and then we'll get into the winners and then we'll kind of. Yeah close on out there so uh for those who don't know uh during was was chris rock presenting an award or was it just like a comedy skit in between i think he was, he was presenting. presenting yeah do you know which it which uh when it was i don't remember i can't remember award. either it, it all happened so fast it, it might have been the weird 28th anniversary they did for pulp fiction what what a weird number just wait two years that and the 60 year anniversary they did for james bond when they did one didn't they do one last year? Or was it like a few years ago? Like they already did one for 50. Like why would you do one for 60? It's, it was very strange. So uh, Chris Rock went up to present an award for those people out there who don't know. And, you know, during his skit, um, his stand-up skit, everyone knows how, what a funny guy Chris Rock is. And he, um, you know, he's making fun of like a few celebrities here in the crowd here and there. And then, he uh makes a uh, uh was it GI Jada or GI Jane GI Jane GI Jane joke to uh, Jada Pinkett Smith uh, Will Smith's wife, and I I found this very confusing because Will was laughing at yeah first. there's a lot going on because Will's laughing Jada is smiling but she rolls her eyes and then you know, it pans back and it just shows Chris Rock and then up comes Will Smith and then and Chris is like hey what's up he just stands there and just. He just slaps him like crazy. And then, you know, I mean, Chris Rock, he's, I got the crap, you know, slapped out of me by Will Smith. Obviously, no one did anything about it. And then he did, he did take it like a champ and just kept rolling. He really did. Like, I don't know what I would have done. <laughs> well, I, I assume he's had a few years of practice, especially when it comes to comedians. Usually when it comes to a lot of jokes, and I think we've seen this a lot with um, Dave Chappelle as well, uh, especially his uh, Sticks and Stones uh, coverage, which was hilarious. I absolutely loved it. Uh, a lot of people did not take light to it. And it's always a very difficult job being a comedian because, to be honest, there really isn't a line you can't cross. <laughs> it's it's the strangest uh, you know profession out there, but... I can't say anyone would have expected Will Smith to just walk up there and slap the crap out of him and walk back and say, you know, don't, you know, keep your wife's name out of my, out of your mouth. Let's take a quick break. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. Yeah, there's a lot of... Uh... 
a lot of strong opinions on the internet going around. Yeah, definitely. And it's, it's such a, like, I've viewed it more as like a gray area because it's like, yeah, you gotta have some nuance. Yeah. Like I don't blame for me. I mean, I'm like right in the middle. Like, mm. I don't think you should have slapped him. Like there, there's no reason for that. But, um, at the same time, there's people that are like, Oh my God, he assaulted him. He could have died. Yeah. He could have been killed. But no, it's not, not that extreme. You just slapped him and walked away. And then you see Lupita Nyong'o's face. She was like, yeah, Whoop. she was shocked. <laughs> but the better question is, did you see Nicole Kidman's face? She was, <laughs> she was cheering. She wanted more. AMC theaters. We make movies better. I'm so tired of seeing her. Hey man, she's a Nashville native. Like I can't hate too much, but yeah, I'm kind of tired of it too. A li- just a little bit, just cause, because I think a movie's about to start, and then nope, here goes the Nicole Kidman commercial. Anyone who's ever been to an AMC theater will will know that for sure. But yeah, the this this whole uh, the drama between Will Smith and um, Chris Rock, uh, they have since you know Will Smith has since apologize to uh, Chris admit, there is some background because when Chris Rock hosted a few years back, he made a different Jada Pickett uh, Smith joke. Mm. I don't know if you saw that. I did. See, yeah, I, I did see that. That, was, that one was actually really funny. Yeah. This one was just kind of like a throwaway joke. It wasn't very funny, but that one, the first one was really funny. Right. And it's not like he was actually going towards, you know, it's not like he was actively trying to like piss her off. For those people who don't know, um, Jada Pinkett Smith has alopecia, so she can't like grow yeah, that's, hair. That's another part of the puzzle that we don't really know uh, precisely whether or not Chris Rock was aware of that. Because that's a big part of it, too. I mean, were you aware of it beforehand? I was not aware of it. I, I was not, no. No, not at all. I, I thought I imagine was... Chris Rock wasn't either because it yeah. just, seems like like maybe you just assume that that's what the style she's going with, kind of just like her daughter. Yeah, it, it's exactly. And, I, and, and it might be more of a, of a uh, support solidarity thing uh, with her daughter also doing the same thing, but I'm not entirely sure. But I mean, this has led to a lot of stuff. You know, I'm, I'm kind of glad we were able to cover this now because now we're getting a little bit more of the insight. Um, you know, uh, Chris Rock is not going to be pressing charges, but there is a little bit more to the story when it comes to uh, the Oscars Academy officers convey uh, an emergency call about Will Smith's actions. Um, during the 94th Academy Awards, and um, it it's, looks- it's so crazy too. We already mentioned like he the slap happens, and then literally 30 minutes later, he wins the award for best actor. That's for the people that are saying this is scripted. That is the best evidence right there because you couldn't write it better than that. If you are if you are like a conspiracy guy and you think that the whole slap was scripted, it's possible. I I mean I'm not gonna rule it out because Chris Rock just kind of stood there like. He was ready. He just took it. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it, it's it's so like he's there's so many gray areas, and it looks like a full review will take place with Will Smith's Academy membership may be uh, reportedly suspended, but his Oscar will not be revoked. So we're not entirely sure what's going on there. I think it's a little ridiculous that they're actually going through with this, especially with name any other, you know, the like, like Kevin. Oh my gosh. uh, Kevin Spacey. There we go. And countless other celebrities out there that have done way worse. Um, (laughs) I saw a meme out there earlier today. It was like, I can excuse pedophilia, but I draw the line at slapping a comedian type situation. There's a lot of extreme negative reaction towards Will going on. I I don't think he should have done it, but I don't think it's right. That big of a deal. Yeah. I I totally agree. And it's, 
I, I, I think it's ridiculous how they're actually, it's like now that Will Smith finally has an Oscar. That he finally has an Oscar. And now it's overshadowed by this. Yeah. Like, this is the biggest moment in his acting career. And people will forever remember the slap. The slap. <laughs> Tell me, man. That's that crazy. That Nicole Kidman. <laughs> that picture is priceless. Her mouth is wide open. She's about to get it, jump out of her seat. Like, oh my gosh, did that just happen? Like, Lupita Nyong'o was like, whoop. <laughs> She's a, uh oh. She didn't say anything. She was like, hey, you know, it, it's it, it. But it is ridiculous how, you know, they're now out of all of a sudden they want to finally start taking action um, when so many other celebrities who are still part of the Academy today, um, a, a member of part of the Academy, a fair percentage of them of the Academy members have been abusers and, you know, rapists and all all that all that negative stuff. And I don't feel like they can pick and choose uh, when to, you know, go through with that. That doesn't seem fair at all. I mean, it, like, I can understand. It, it just, it's so weird. Cause like I said, Will was like smiling at first and then Jada kind of just rolled her eyes. Like you said. And then like, he just like, it's just, appeared, it's just a once in a lifetime moment. He appeared out of nowhere. And I was like, was he like inebriated? Was he, I really don't know, but I, I don't think it's fair that the Academy is now deciding to pick and choose like a slap in the face. Come on. Like, Y'all, he got the biggest viewings in years due to that and due to Coda winning. So let's go into the winners of the 94th Academy Awards. We'll kind of go through these uh, super quick. You know, we were not we're not going to take three hours long uh, for you guys. Um, so starting off with the big one, best picture, uh, Coda uh, took the gold home. It was up against uh, Belfast. Don't look up. Drive my car. Dune. King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. So I got it. I got to say, Devin, this was definitely my. This is this is probably my only saving grace of the entire show when it came to. I I felt like a lot of the other um, nominations um, and winners um, in general were just very predictable. Um, there's this, I'm not sure if you know this, Devin, but there's this very strange science that goes into like the Oscars and other Academy Awards. Like if they win somewhere else, they have a higher chance of winning, um, you know, uh, that same, uh, award at like another award ceremony or the Oscars and things of that nature. But, uh, let me go through the rest of these, um, nominations and we'll kind of just talk about it, you know, talk about our, our, um, you know what, what? What made us smile, and what what made us just go, eh? Just expected. Uh, yeah, obviously Will Smith, back to best actor. I mean, I'm I'm happy for him, but I was pulling for Andrew Garfield. Obviously, best actress was a bit of a surprise because I don't think anybody saw that movie. For what uh, actress? Yeah. Oh, oh, dude, there are a lot of people. Have, like I watched The Eyes of Tammy Faye. I was, I was sent a screener of it. And I mean, it wasn't my favorite, but I did like Jessica Chastain's uh, performance. I'm glad she won. I mean, she's she's a great actress. Yeah, between her and Will Smith, I mean, they they finally both have their Oscars. Uh, Jessica Chastain was up against Olivia Colman, Penelope. I thought Kristen Stewart was a shoe in. I thought she was too, to be honest. I was I was like low key pulling for Kristen Stewart, like 100. percent But I'm glad she, uh, Jessica uh, won it. Uh, probably the only other person in that category who I think per- personally would have uh, deserved it. I honestly think the best actress category, there was a lot of people who were snubbed for sure. Yeah. Ruth Nega and um, 
Oh my gosh. Uh, she plays Valkyrie and Thor, uh, Tessa Thompson. There we go. Sorry. I got a brain fart there for a little bit, but in honestly, I, I wholeheartedly believe that Amelia Jones was snubbed from best actress. Like I'm, I'm sorry. It, that's just my personal, you know, thought and opinion. I'm not mad about it. I just, I feel like she was snubbed like 100% cause she did a fantastic job. Um, there are definitely other, uh, more worthy actresses, uh, actress picks. I feel like they could have gone here, but that's just me. Uh, did, uh, did you watch? Um, well, no. Did you see The Lost Daughter? It was on Netflix with Olivia no. Coleman. Okay, but um, yeah. So well, you saw Spencer, right? No, I have not seen most of these. Okay, so I have seen. I've seen all but the only one I haven't seen is West Side Story, y'all. I do apologize. It's just been very busy. It's it's been on my it's been on my bucket list not my bucket list but it's been on my watch list I just and speaking of uh, Ariana DeBose won for best supporting actress in yeah. West Side Story yeah yeah she uh, did. I think it was I think it was like sixty years after the original actress won for the same character yes yes it was I believe almost to the day almost there but I'm very excited for her uh, like we already mentioned Will Smith was up against uh, Javier uh, Bardem uh, for being the Ricardos, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch for Power of the Dog, Andrew Garfield for Tick, Tick, Boom, and Denzel Washington for the Tragedy Macbeth. Uh, Tragedy Macbeth is the only one I didn't see as of yet. I I want to. It's just uh, eventually. It's th- There are a lot of movies on here where I kind of just, it wasn't like, oh, let me go through all the best picture winners and watch them. Like a lot of these, a lot of these I just watched throughout the year and it just so happened a lot of them became best picture nominees and then uh, we have best original song uh no time to die billy eilish and phineas so i was how was we don't talk about bruno not nominated <sighs> so weird honestly dude again i feel like there's a few snubs in here uh beyond the shore for coda which was one of and the and that that performance for we talked about bruno talk about bruno with surprise megan the stallion the guest appearance that was that was great. No one saw that coming. It's already it's already number one on Spotify. Now it's just going to be soaring even more. Yeah. And uh, Be Alive uh, with Beyonce Knowles Carter uh, for King Richard. I thought that was a fantastic opening um, for the entire uh, awards. Very ceremony. Tennessee. Yes. Yes. Very Not Tennessee. Tennessee. <laughs> ah, I got you there. <laughs> it could have been shot in Tennessee. Who knows? I don't know. I mean, is that, is, wait a minute. Is that my house? <laughs> Beyonce? <laughs> But uh, yeah, so uh, Billy Eilish and Phineas uh, won for No Time to Die for 007, No Time to Die. Um, it was also up against uh, Down to Joy from Belfast um, and Somehow You Do from Good Four Days, which I still haven't seen. Uh, there's, it's it, And as much as I would love to, it just never never pans out. It's, it's, it's weird sometimes, you know, you get kind of sidetracked and you, you have a plan and then you got to watch other things and then it kind of just gets away from you. Um, best production design went to Dune, uh, best documentary, uh, documentary feature went to summer of soul, which I was very, very uh, excited about. Um, I cut, I wish that, uh, Billy Eilish's documentary was, uh, nominated, but that that's just more of a, a personal thing for me, something I got to get over. Uh, best adapted uh, screenplay went to Coda, which was that. That was when people were starting to go throughout the night saying, "Oh, like is this, is this um like is is Coda gonna win?" That and best supporting actor, yeah, Troy Kotzer, yeah, Troy Kotzer. That was that was real, real heartwarming. Very a very emotional speech for sure, and I just. Whew, man, oh man, it was crazy. Uh, best original screenplay went to Belfast, uh, which I, I think was pretty 
uh, well deserving. I mean, I I was kind of it's kind of rooting for Don't Look Up. I'm not gonna lie, get get like one win in there, but uh, it is it is what it is. Uh, best costume design, of course, went to Cruella. That was up against Dune, Nightmare Alley, Cyrano, and West Side Story. Uh, best live action short went to The Long Goodbye. Um, I actually did not watch any uh, live action shorts. Um, again, just didn't really have too much time on my hands. Um, and then, that, um, and then Doom pretty much swept all the visual slash audio rewards, which I, which I was fine with because because obviously it was a great looking and sounding movie. I'm just glad it didn't win any any oh, story awards. Wow, Devin, not, not, not a very complete story. Devin, no, it's part one. It's part one. We're getting more of the story. It's fine. You're gonna love it. I think you're gonna like part two a lot. I'm, ha- I'm happy it won all the all the pretty awards. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah, it was. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty. Okay, but what if Doom would have won Best Picture? <laughs> I would have not been happy. I would have been floored. I would yes. <laughs> but um, for uh, Best International Feature, Drive My Car won, and that was up against Flea, The Hand of God, uh, Luana, uh, A Yak in the Classroom, and The Worst Person in the World. Drive My Car is very, very good. Uh, I do feel like it is a bit too long, but um, it's like pretty well paced uh, from majority of the movie. I really, really liked it. I would have been okay with it winning um, Best Picture, to be honest, as well. Uh, as we mentioned before, you know, Troy Kotzer won for Coda. He was up against uh, Jesse Plemons, J.K. Simmons uh, for uh, J.K. JK Simmons for uh, being the Ricardos, um, Jesse Plemons for Power of the Dog, Cody Smith McPhee for Power of the Dog, and um, Siren's Hands for uh, uh, Belfast. And then best animated short was uh, the windshield wiper. Again, I, I don't guess, know if we have to go through all these. Yeah, it's there. There, there's a lot of them here. Um, like we said, you know, Dune took a lot of these home. And then I guess, yeah, it's actually very odd at the very end of this entire like screen here. Like, it's like best supporting actor and actress are like completely separate, which is weird. But yeah, Ariana DeBose won for West Side Story. Uh, did you get a chance to uh, watch that? No, I don't. I don't need Ansel Elgort in my life. <laughs> But yeah, those are pretty much, we kind of just wanted to go through a few of the winners there. Um, sorry, I kind of went on a bit of a tangent there for a bit, but, um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of, um, you know, well-deserved wins here, uh, for sure. And then actually we always forgot one of the bigger ones, uh, for best director for Jane Campion for Power of the Dog. Um, very, very odd. That I wanted Denise- to boo. It's just very odd that Denis wasn't. That's the one head scratcher I had throughout the entire night. Like, how do you have Kenneth Branagh for Belfast, Ryusuke Hamaguchi for Drive My Car, Paul Thomas Anderson for Liquor's Pizza, Jane Campion, and then still uh, Steven Spielberg for West Side Story, and then like Denis not even thrown in there. It's it's I best it it really blows my mind. I don't understand how that happened like at all. But, you know, uh, uh, The Power of the Dog, it was nominated for the most, about, about 12 nominations uh, in one, one. And that was for Best Director, which I am, I'm excited that it won because it's a woman winning Best Director. But That's, it's a woman who <laughs> takes weird shots at other women. For yeah, no I mean, yeah, th- there was that that weird controversy. I, I guess like as long as she apologizes and doesn't do it again, <laughs> that's a different thing for me at least. But yeah, I'm I'm very excited for Jane Campion. I I, I think the direction uh, part of the dog was great. It's just 
you know, it wasn't one of my favorite movies ever, but um, I'm, I'm glad that she she got the, the recognition. She uh, definitely deserved there for sure. So uh, that pretty much goes over all the uh, winners that we kind of wanted to touch on. Like Devin said before, there's a lot of uh, <laughs> there's a lot to get through for for two uh, movie lovers here. So um, <laughs> we uh, we pretty much kind of covered everything we wanted to talk about. I guess we'll get into final thoughts and. Um, and we can rate the Oscars compared to last year. You know, how much, how much did you enjoy it? So I guess I'll pull it, I'll push it over to Devin for his final thoughts and to give his uh, ratings compared to last year. And what would you like to see for next year's Oscars change? Well, I don't really remember anything from last year. So I guess this is definitely a, a big, <laughs> a big improvement just because everyone will remember this one forever. The in memoriam um, was nice though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I felt as far as next year, I think they just have to have, they just need Chris Rock and Will Smith to host together. That would be the ultimate, ultimate win for them. We could have had three Spider-Man on, but no, you know. It, that was my, that was what I wanted, but they didn't want to. Tom but Holland yeah, was not Chris there. Rock and, and Will Smith together Yeah, on yeah. that stage, give, give <laughs> Chris Rock a nice neck brace. Oh, my life. <laughs> No, <laughs> that's a bit. Oh, oh, my neck. I'm a, oh, oh, my gosh. I'm sorry, dude. Go ahead. They have, they have a year to, to to reconcile and and make up with each other. They they should be able to work it out. We'll see them in like three months, like on like I don't know the, the beaches of like <laughs> of like Italy or something, just hanging out. <laughs> Never been better. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, what would you give for uh, your rating for this? I got, I got. I mean, if if you were to rate it, like, would you like rate a thumbs up, thumbs down, so so type situation? I mean, it just has to be thumbs up just because of the drama. <laughs> like we were watching it live in Discord, and we were just like, you just slapped him. What the? F-? <laughs> just wild. Yeah, we, we yeah, I was I was in the other disc uh other Discord. I wasn't sure if you were watching it with anyone, but yeah, I had had some people watching it. Uh I, I invited to watch and we just had a good time, you know. It was I mean, like I said, this this year was very uh predictable, you know, with Jessica Chastain, Will Smith, and like Jane Campion uh winning their awards. But you know, I'm I'm very excited that they were able to uh you know receive those. Um but it also uh just want to let people know it doesn't um, you know, just because your your favorite movie or, you know, favorite actor or actress uh, did not win in those specific categories or whatever category it may be. Um, it, it doesn't take away from the fact that these are all uh, amazing movies. Um, I, I will say I feel like the Oscars does pan a little bit too much towards um, critics sometimes. I wish it was more of a general um, movie lover experience. Like, I mean, it, it does, you know, it's always fun to see, you know, the red carpet and people, you know, kind of all dressed up, you know, what are the stars wearing um, and whatnot. But sometimes I, I wish it was more, I felt like, I wish it feels like more like the Emmys. Like the Emmys feels like all love for everything TV. And also I would love to see the Oscars um, finally start recognizing um, horror as a genre because it just seems, it, it. I mean, you can talk about superhero movies all day long too, blue in the face, but I feel like horror genre itself or thrillers uh whatever you want to call them definitely get overlooked from the academy for <laughs> for a very long time um so I, I i that's one change i wish or i i hope to see uh maybe not within the next year but hopefully with within years to come because you know lapita nyango got completely snubbed for us i was like hey, man. come on this is 
ridiculous, but it is what it is. So um, I guess I, I would also give it a thumbs up for my rating as well uh, for the Oscars, uh, the 94th Academy Award. But again, you know, uh, you know, go watch Coda. Go go watch all the Best Picture nominee uh, nominations. See what you like. Um, you know, it's always um, it's always a good thing to kind of get out of your comfort bubble. Because you know you don't want you don't want to get too complacent with uh, the films and the uh, the shows that you watch. So that's that's my advice to you, uh, dear listener. <laughs> but yeah, that pretty much concludes our 94th Academy Awards uh, winners and reactions here on the show. So what's coming up in the podcast? You might ask. Uh, we have a lot going on. Uh, this will be going up. Uh, we have our Lost City review that should be out by the time that this is up. Uh, we're going to be covering Moon Knight season one, episode one. That's going to be uh, dropping on Wednesday, March 30th. Um, you can listen to our X movie review, our Turning Red review and our Adam Project review. We have so much coming up on the podcast. We're going to be um, concluding our Hunger Games franchise revisited series um, here soon within the next month in April. There's a lot of great stuff coming up, coming up on the uh, on the show. We might be uh, covering some Halo. Um, you know, you, you never know what, what, what you're going to find. So definitely always make sure to check out one of our past episodes and always make sure to share this episode with a friend, whether it be your mother, your brother, your lover, whoever it may be, make sure to f- share a episode of the film optics podcast with a movie lover in need. So that pretty much concludes again. We hope you guys have a great start to your week. And we'll see you guys next time. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. And if you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram to stay in the know. That was Devin. My name is Christian. And we'll see you guys at the Emmys. Boy, the Emmys are coming up. Let's go. Let's go, Emmys. Who are we pulling for this year? I really don't know. But I've been watching a lot of TV. Euphoria season two. Let's go. Peace.